0: Hi, Gateway Church, Dartford here, thank you for tuning in to our podcast, we trust that what you hear will be a blessing and an encouragement to your journey. We're talking about Back to Basics, last week, what did Bev talk about last week, anybody remembers, what was the title? crafty people in the church eh? just in case look at the screen so we talked about what is the Christian last week today we're going to talk about why do we go to church why do we go to church now let's start with this you clever people in the house I'm sure you know all of that anyway who is the church we are the church so technically we technically we don't attend church we are the church so where where do we attend here we are in a room we can be in a room we can be in a building we can be anywhere, and we can still be the church anywhere where we are. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anywhere where we are, we can be the church. You are the church at work. You are the church at home. You are the church when you're doing your garden. You are the church when you're cooking, cleaning. You are the church when you're teaching. You are the church, Paul, when you are... Working. <laughs> Doing whatever you're doing. Working. You are the church. We attend. Why do we attend? Why do we attend? And that's the key I want to get to us today. Um, Before that, I want to read a quote that would summarize this. And the quote is this by Billy Sunday. And he says this, going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. Yeah? Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. I will add to this. But coming to church makes you stay Christian. Say this again. Coming to church makes you stay a Christian. It doesn't make you a Christian. It makes you stay one. Why? Because there is power in coming together. When we come together, something happens. When we come together, there is a manifestation of power. Because we use God's calculator. I don't know about you, but I like God's calculator. Because my calculator says one plus one equals two. God's calculator here says one going to achieve what? What does the Bible say? Anyone? thousand and two ten thousand that's god's calculator so that is why we come together We come together for that reason. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, say exactly that. It says, This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, as some have formed the habit of doing so. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onwards to anticipate that day dawning amen so we come together for purpose now for us to understand more what that means we have to understand that coming to church To a building, the church coming into a building, but we we, we use the analogy of coming to church because everyone understands what that means. God has a plan and a purpose for us as believers. When we come together, there is a plan attached to that. It's called the body active, it's called the body knitted together, working together, connected with each other. That's God's plan. If God has a plan. Let me tell you something. The enemy has a plan. (coughs) Did you know that? Did you know that the enemy has a plan for your life? And you may say, well, Chris, I don't feel very special. I don't feel I am a preacher or a teacher or a worship leader or you know i am a guy and i'm a normal guy living a normal life are you telling me that the enemy has got me marked out yes he has that's because you carry something that someone else doesn't You carry something that is unique. You, however great you are, however big you are, you cannot be as effective on your own. You need the presence of somebody else connected with you so we're going to look at some of the ploy of the enemy and you will understand more what's going on in the background why has he got a plan for your life what does that look like the first ploy I want to look at is called isolation isolation now, the word isolation in my world, which is the electrical world, is a good thing. It really is. Because you cannot do electrics with it live. Can't do that. 240, 400, 12,000 volts. No, you can't do that. We isolate the circuit before we test it. We isolate the power before we work on it. Isolation is a good thing in that terms, but most of the time, isolation is not a good thing. Why is isolation not a good thing? Because everything that is isolated eventually lose its purpose, lose its drive, or eventually loses everything around it and it starts dying. So isolation, let let me give you an insight, if you like, on how Some animals attack their prey. What they will do is they will go to around like a lion or a tiger. It would look at a a herd of of sheep, whatever it may be, and you'll find the weakest link in that sheep. It will wait and wait, and wait, and look at that cattle, and look at the herd, and take its time. Eventually, you'll find one that is isolated from the group. One that is just on its own, wandering about on its own, discovering the nature on its own. Checking out the scenes on its own. Isolated. Remember what I said about power being together. It's not just power, it's protection. Your favorite um, quote, Sarah Iron sharpens iron. Why does the Bible say that? Because that's exactly what it does: is bow when we all meet together. Agreed. Together, we sharpen each other. We sharp each other. What happens when we are not with people to sharpen us? We lose the edge. I hate to tell you, but you get blunt. You ain't gonna pray. You ain't gonna be positive. You ain't going to be on edge as we all are. So we all have our weaknesses. And guess what happened? We enter isolation. And when we enter isolation, my friends, all sorts of thoughts start coming into my mind. She doesn't like you, you know. He's talking about you. Or oh, he's put status on Facebook. It's about you. We start taking things first. Why? Because we are isolated. We are on our own. The second ploy of the enemy is separation separation when you are separated guess what happened you are disconnected The Chris well I am part of the body I am a born again believer I believe in the blood of Jesus I am born again I am baptized in the Holy Spirit all of that is true And yet, we are non and have become non-effective. How is that possible? It's possible because separation has settled in. Do you remember the story of the prodigal son? When the son, when the youngest son left... Was he still the son? He was. He never, ever been cut off from the father. Was the father still the father? Absolutely. But he was disconnected, he was separated. He was not within the umbrella of his father. The ploy of the enemy is to get us separated from the flock, from the body that is called the church. After separation, it leads... To death. I say, Chris, I'm still surviving. What are you talking about, death? Dying spiritually. And you will not realize that, by the way. You will die slowly. Without realizing it. And in spiritual death, the symptoms that we can see that is you become disengaged and disinterested in the things of God. There's no actual connection anymore. How many times have we seen people that are in love with Jesus? Practically are not even having a conversation about the lord can't bring themselves to dying spiritually because now jump to the scripture first peter 2 5 and it's a really good scripture for us to remember 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 5. And this is what it says. You yourselves, us, are living stones. It's one of my favorite verse in Scripture. Living stones that are being built up as a spiritual house to be holy priesthood To offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. When living stones come together with living stones, what do you get? You get living stones. Living stones create living stones. It creates living stones everywhere, in your place of work, in your schools, in your environment, in wherever you are, you take that living stone with us. But if we are disconnected, separated, and we are dead in the spiritual realm, we can't do that. We are disconnected from the fold. But God has a plan for us. God's plan is to encourage us to come together. Bill Hybel says that the church is the greatest organization on planet earth. When it works, it works well. And you know what God hasn't got another plan there is no other plan in heaven the church is the plan there is no another plan there is no another anointing there is no greatest anointing there is no, nothing else to come you are the plan say I am the plan, am the plan. say it with some conviction I am the plan See, you are the plan. There is no backup plan. God hasn't prepared a better Janet to come. You are the plan. You have been equipped. You've been gifted. You've been given everything that he wants us to be to Encourage. Encourage. So number one is God's plan. Dan, can I have that up? It's to encourage you. And when you are encouraged, you encourage others. It says that in Hebrews 10.25, the scripture we looked at. It says, in fact, we should come Together, even more frequently, eager to encourage. Eager to encourage. That means our purpose is to encourage one another. You know how? Just by being together, we encourage one another. God's plan. He's for growth and maturity. If you have in Mauritius, in the capital called Port Louis, there are some places, he's got beautiful trees. And trust me, in a hot country, you want beautiful trees. Because, you, sure, you want to cool down at some point from the 35 degrees Celsius heat. So you want to cool down at some point by going and sit down under them trees. And it's fantastic and it's glorious. It really is. You feel the nice breeze that's cooling you down after you've been walking around in the city. But you know them trees has grown up for generations. Decades. Once upon a time, it was just a seed that was planted in the ground. Now it's become this trunk. Solid strong, put its roots down. There is no way with the cyclones that comes that it's Mauritius. Over 200 miles per hour. Cannot blow that tree. Why? That tree has well engrained itself in the soil. Has built some strong, deep roots. Isn't it amazing that a strong tree... Can come from a seed. With the right environment. With the right weather. With the right ingredients. That tree was able to become at its fullest. We as believers is exactly the same. It is not acceptable for us to not grow in the Lord. Because the Word of God is applying the good temperature, the good seasoning, the good ingredients onto our lives for it to bear fruits. The growth and the maturity that comes into our lives has got to be evident. And we're all changing, we're all growing, and we all haven't arrived. But we need to be change. We need to be transformed. And the Bible says that we are changed and be transformed by what? You know that scripture? By the renewing of our mind. By the renewing of my mind. That means my mind is got to be renewed continuously. Daily I've got to be changed and I've got to be transformed. That's God's plan and purpose. And you say, well why? Why do I have to be changed? Why do I have to be transformed? I am happy the way I am. Because God has a purpose for your life. And the purpose for your life is bigger than you will ever know and ever think. And God has a plan for you and me. And the last the last one is God has a plan because of his purpose. Okay, you're not here just because you are an electrician, a builder, a teacher. Whatever you do is not God's plan for you. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And he wants to use it for the good of the body. And when the body comes together, it clicks together. It works. How it's meant to be designed. And I always thought that God, in an infinite wisdom, will create the church. Can you imagine... Because really, if the work needed to be done, done well, he could have come and do it all himself. Why didn't God do that? Do it all himself? And yet he decided to use us. The foolishness things of this world. as fallible as we are as broken as we are as struggling in our way as we are he fashioned us he put his spirit in us and he decided that he would use us to be part of his body what an awesome privilege to be part of the body called the church. And I could have been out there doing whatever I do on a Sunday, but I am privileged to be part of this incredible body called the church. And I believe that God has a plan and a purpose For all of us here. The biggest strategy in life would be. To leave planet Earth without. Achieving our purpose in God. The time is ticking and. We haven't got no time. And this is what I want to say to you. This afternoon. That. Plug in into the church. Connect into the church. Support the church. Because when you do it, you're not supporting a building. You're supporting yourself. Because your ability to function depends on someone else. Living stones fitted Amen. together in the house of God. And if I go around here today and I asked of your gifts and talents and abilities, I can guarantee that we got plenty. So, in the Church of Jesus Christ, we shouldn't really have people on the fringes of the outskirts. You're either in the body or you're not, you see. You're either connected or you're not. You're either part of the beloved or you're not. But when the church comes together, my goodness, it becomes unstoppable. All eyes closed and all heads bowed. Thank you, Jesus. Just want to pray for you. That we would be encouraged. We'll be sharpened. We'll be awake. We'll realize there's no time left. the body called the church is not is not represented by the pastors it is an impossibility it is the body it is us all together father i just pray for every single man women children our young people I pray that we will receive that revelation from the throne of grace, that we will understand the importance of the church, but in that we will understand how important we are individually what we bring to the fold I pray today that our understanding of what you purchase on the cross would hit home that you died because you value it so much And you gave their life to the church. I pray you bless your people today. Speak to their hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Just pause for a moment and allow God to speak to you. His word has been preached today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. Praise God.